0: this is the word of the Lord it comes directly from the mouth of Jesus and he speaks what he knows and he declares what will happen because he sees the end from the very beginning ever before anything comes to be he declares it and so I would like you to spend time As we look at these two chapters, uh, we might have opportunity of going here and there from other texts that may give insight onto the entire passage that we're going to be dealing with, but I first want to request that you will concentrate and let's see how God will be leading us in the course of this Times of Bible exposition. Now, Matthew chapter 24, Matthew 25. Because it is the same Lord who has spoken each of these, several segments of what He said are very crucial. So if you see that I have moved either from chapter 24 and I went to chapter 25 to bring an insight. Don't worry. We are dealing with one issue and we need to dig around it so that you can have an understanding. May the Lord bless you as we study together in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, let's first of all look at the context the context of this biblical exposition or teaching that Jesus Christ gave and whereas in the course of his discussion he spoke directly about prophetic things that would take place and in order to bring clearer understanding to his disciples he spoke time using parables to illustrate what will happen. And he, some other time, uh, used direct allegories to express what is about to be. So whichever way we find scripture, I'd like you to know that it is the same Lord who is speaking about his coming. Now, there are several issues that you will find which sometimes generally obscures or beclouds the subject of the second coming of Christ. Some of it, because it is not particularly of importance to us in this conference, we might not engage in it. Some of it, Bothers on timing, particular time, particular spot where he will appear. And because a lot of people try to uh, porknose into those things that God himself has kept a secret, they have brought confusion and damnation to many souls. Uh, We were alive when we were a bit younger in those days when some teachings about the second coming of Christ broke out, and uh, some of us, some of our brothers, left the university and were trekking to Mount Olivet, hoping that we would get there by the time he was arriving. And brothers left Iphod, they left Ibadan, and they were on their way through the wilderness and, <laughs> and the deserts. To go and meet the Lord who is going to land on that particular mountain. And some of us left school. Some have not recovered up to today. Some have missed out altogether. So the question that has brought confusion to people are very much. But thank God that God has been faithful to his word So while I'll begin to look at exposition, please take note that I'll be dealing with the essentials, the essential issues about his second coming, the things that you need to mark and the things that you need to deliberately prepare yourself for as we watch his appearing. Now, to embrace ourselves with the passage that we're going to be studying I would like us to read Matthew 24 this night. And I would like us to read Matthew 25, a bit of it. Now, then Jesus, chapter 24, verse 1. Are you there? Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the signs of your coming? For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All this are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many, many We'll be offended. They will betray one another. And we hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise. And deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound. The love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. If I stop at that verse, that would just give me the general preamble that is needed to set context for our study uh, tonight and in the next uh, times of exposition. May I first note with you that the instructions, the teachings about the second coming of Christ that we are encountering in this chapter 24, chapter 25, was not preached in the midst of a crowd. It was not a subject of discussion among Everybody, all the multitude and the crowd. These instructions were the privileged instructions that Jesus gave the disciples that followed him closely. Are you understanding? So the first thing I wanted to note is that even in the days of Jesus, and even when Jesus died and went to heaven, majority of human beings that were living at that time, they did not know the mystery of the second coming of Christ. A lot of them could not even understand what it meant. So we cannot measure or judge our understanding of the second coming of Christ by the general opinion of people. You cannot base your expectation of his coming on what others are saying. The truth of the matter is that whatever they were saying is an ignorance. Whatever they are asserting, they were asserting what they did not know anything about. And so sometimes... When I see several people, several teachers who stand up and they make